welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have uh, horror host actress Roxy Tyler. Roxy, tell us about yourself. Hey, I'm Roxy Tyler. I am a horror hostess, an actress, a writer, a director, and a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, I, I think you have to be. If you're if you're a host, you have to be everything plus a huge hate pain in the ass to at least one person. <laughs> I'll pain in the ass to many people. I enjoy it. It's my hobby. It's my job. Because I'm the boss of my carnival of horrors, so it is my job. <laughs> yeah. Pay sucks. Uh, I get a lot of uh, satisfaction out of it. That, that's where I'm at. That's why I, I do my shows. Is uh, there is no money in it, but I, no. fun. I get to I get to interview people that I find interesting, and and um, I've met some new friends because of this. So now I'm all for it now. So yeah. So when did you get into the horror hosting game? I think I got in around 2009. I, um, back then I was just a writer and um, I had a friend named Blake Powell. Well, I, he, we're still friends. They were, he was doing a show called Midnight Mausoleum. And uh, I was like, well, he knew me for my writing and I wrote a lot of Roxy Tyler stories. And I'm like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if Roxy Tyler was on your show? He's like, Oh my god, that would be cool. So I went out to Clinton. I shot an episode of Midnight Mausoleum. We hosted Carnival of uh, Carnival of Souls, and it was really, really fun. And I didn't intend to do any horror hosting after that, but all of a sudden I got like a lot of people requesting to be my friend on Facebook. You know, like, oh, do you have a show? Why don't you do your own show? And uh, the people I was surrounded by at the time were filmmakers, so I'm like. All right, I have the resources, then I did, and here I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's funny because uh, I've I became friends with a lot of horror hosts because it's locally. Um, because I had a friend who was um, our local horror host, the big one around this area that I grew up on was Dr. Creep, mm. and um, mm -hmm. I became friends with um his producer because we worked at the same i started working doing my old show which is where this show came from and so i became friends with dr creep then i met the other ones and i kept snowballing and then um i thought oh this is kind of a lost thing because there's only you know and then i start realizing that i went to conventions started meeting more horror hosts and i started tape trading and getting there's a lot of them oh <laughs> a lot and um, it, it, it's it's fun because I, I talked to my one buddy. I was like, man, I want I, I think I want to be a horror host. And he's like, do it. And I was like, and then I started watching all these other people. I'm like, man, I'm not that good. I, I don't know if I could be that good of a horror host. That's okay. Most of us aren't either. So <laughs> kind of thrive on it, actually. Oh, <laughs> well, so that's why I started doing my Saturday morning show. And I was like, whatever, I can I can host Saturday morning. I don't have to put on a costume. My costume is literally right there. That's my <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I I, I I I've said this now. I'll say is this is I think this is the first time I've said this. I realized I finally made it because one guy had to take time out of his day to come talk crap about me personally on my. Oh, there you go. I was like, yes. I don't know if you wanted this to happen. 
but that made me feel that much better that somebody legitimately hates me out there because yeah. I hosted. Oh God, yeah. So. You haven't arrived unless you got haters. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, did who who was your? Uh, did you have a, a role model to become or uh, um, somebody you looked up to when you became a horror host? Um, no, actually, I didn't actually know a lot of her. I knew who Elvira was when I was a kid. Like, Elvira was, like, the queen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I didn't model myself after her or anything. Um, I actually knew very little about horror hosting, uh, to be quite honest with you. And our, I learned a lot more about it as I was going on. But, like, all this, all influenced by me. This is just me. <laughs> But um, I really started like really getting into it. The horror host, the main horror hostess before me in Philadelphia was Stella, the man eater of Maniac, who did Saturday Night Dead. And I actually met her, and it is so weird. Like she's older than me, but we're like exactly alike in almost every. Way. And uh, now I'm friends with her, and she was actually my acting coach when I was an actress. So she's she even calls me. Her little horror daughter. She's my horror mother. <laughs> well, that's cool. It, and um, you you just said you were an actress. You didn't. Um, have you done? How many movies have you done? Um, Probably like 10 or 12. I, it didn't really last that long. I got out of it for a while. But um, I saw movies here. I could show you. I was in. Let's see if I can show you. Blood Slaughter Massacre. It's a throwback to 80 slasher movies. This is done by Mass Grave Pictures. Um, totally ate everything that takes place in the 80s and all that. Uh, I wrote and directed and starred in this one, Death Follows. It's a short film. I actually won Best Actress for this set of... First, the Roxy stuff. This is eliza's diary i wrote and directed and starred in that movie as well and we actually spoof it on the show <laughs> uh, yeah the rest is just roxy stuff <laughs> hey, hey, I, just know, I also did a film called deer crossing which i hate i hate it and i actually made fun of it on one of my shows i was reviewing my own movie without realizing i was in it <laughs> then the only excuse was like, oh, yeah, I thought I thought it looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I got to work with, like, uh, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters and Michael Berryman and Leslie Easterbrook. All these really cool people. I got to work with a lot of cool people. That, that's that's neat. That's really cool. Now, um, what, um, what, what, where are you out of? Where's your show available? Uh, well, Carnival of Horrors is my original show. You can catch that on YouTube. Um, that You can go under username RT Carnival of Horrors, or you can go on Vimeo. It's vimeo.com forward slash Carnival of Horror. And my spin-off, spinoff show, House of Horrors, is now on Tubi for free, and also Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah, because it, it's 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 nice that that uh, Tubi has been picking up several horror hosts I've seen, and so does Amazon yeah. Prime, and that's that's actually surprising because I know at one point Amazon did that huge uh, independent movie dump there for a while, and it's mm-hmm. nice to see stuff coming back. So now I've I've said this 
how much is Roxy and your life similar? Is it, is it, is. Uh, not, not that similar. Um, I mean, seeing as the woman outside of Roxy, Roxy's like the embodiment of everything that I like, you know? Yeah. And me without rules. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because uh, um, I've said this with other guests and stuff, but I had a wrestler friend tell me, and this has worked with, I think, what I've, is your character is you turned up to 11. So, yeah, pretty and, much. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that makes, that's that's almost spot on. And I'm like, that's just weird that horror hosting and wrestling is just exaggeration of your own personal character. Yeah. So, um, have you ever done a movie, reviewed or hosted a movie, and went back and looked at it and went, oh, why did I host that one? That's just so bad. Nope, not a single time. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Now, now, have you ever hosted one and then uh, got it all the way finished and then found out that you couldn't air it? Uh, no, because, I mean, I did I did my show on YouTube mostly and Vimeo. So, I mean, I was never on an actual station. I mean, I was on Amazon Prime and stuff, so it, that was more accessible than the station. But, um, no, I, I don't think I ever had that problem. I did have the problem with because for a while we didn't host – like classic harvey's on the show we did that like the first two seasons but knowing how many horror hosts there are out there mm. you can pick we host it and four other ones will be hosting it the same week mm -hmm. and that's getting annoying to me i'm like well why are people going to watch my show if they already watched it over here you know they must like me <laughs> if they're going to watch it again some of them i think you can watch over there I got tired of that, so I started doing short horror films for a while for from like uh, independent filmmakers because I was an independent filmmaker, and anywhere you can get your stuff aired is good. And then uh, we weren't getting a lot of submissions for short horror films, so when we came back, we started doing um, trailers, movie trailers from independent horror horror filmmakers, sci-fi, and all that, and people actually liked that format a, a lot, like the fans were speaking out about it, and I really like this new format. It's only 15-minute episodes, and you still got all the same things that you would normally get from one of my episodes if we were hosting a movie, and plus I got to, you know, promote other filmmakers, and it was awesome. So, cool, cool. Um, now, I, I've asked this to everybody, um, but you've changed your format, so this might not, you, you can still answer it if you want to. Money's no object. What movie are you hosting? Probably Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's a good one. Yeah, and I mean, that fits the format of, I mean, around the carnival bars, come on. There's clowns, there's popcorn, there's cotton candy, there's aliens. Fags. I think that would be a good pick for me. <laughs> Killer Clown is so fun. And and I'm glad that movie finally is getting it's deserve what it's deserved for years. I, yeah. I went and seen it. I'm old. I went and seen that in a the theater when it first dropped. And I think it was like me and like four of my buddies. And that was it. 
And then once it hit video and in DVD and everything, and it started picking up more and more and more, and then people were like, oh, this is a lost gem. I'm like, I know. I saw it when it came out. <laughs> yeah, and just like last year, they were, like Spirit Halloween had like all this killer clown stuff. Where did this come from? Oh, yeah. I mean, the big, all the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? You guys didn't want nothing to do with this movie 10 years ago. And yeah. they went up to do with it 30 years ago when I were, geez, <laughs> was that 87, I think? So it's like 30. years around there, yeah. yeah I go to Spirit Halloween, I'm like, why is this happening? Take my money. <laughs> Wait, I don't have a damn it. So I missed it because they sold them out of our, our Spirit Halloween locally before I even got a chance to even go in the Spirit Halloween. Oh. So I just, I, I just ended up with a werewolf. So... <laughs> They have them cool like werewolf masks where like the jaw moves huh? with your chin. I got that for one of my friends. It's a pretty cool mask. <laughs> I, I, I look at the mask now and I'm like, man, I was like, I wish this stuff was around when I was a kid. Holy crap. Yeah. I just had to pull over mask and and the yeah. only cool thing I could do with it was uh put like uh chrome aviator sunglasses under the mask so your eyes are reflective. <laughs> so that's um, creative. Yeah. Oh seriously. <laughs> My my dogs are arguing. Uh, oh, <laughs> I have a I have a mutt and a and a corgi, and the mutt needs the fight with the corgi. So I love corgis. I always wanted a corgi. I never. I guess I one hasn't fit yet. Well, I got lucky with this one. This one is a um, retired uh, breeder dog that was that was retired, and we they were asked if anybody wanted. I was like, oh yeah, we'll take her. And she's super lovable. Isn't that right, Lulu? Oh, yeah. She's down at my feet right now. Um, all right. Now, the other, now the other, if money's no object, or actually, this is the, the, the time and space and money's no object, who are you bringing on your show? Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx? That's a really good one. Yeah, I really don't have to think about these at all. Like, I, I think about the stuff on Groucho Marx. If possible, all the Marx brothers would be fantastic. <laughs> it's like um, chaos. <laughs> I watched the uh, documentary about lost films, and they were talking about like the Groucho, the Marx brothers' first film was a flop, and you're just like, really? How how was their movie, their first movie before <laughs> really? before it became big was a flop and evidently it was, but it, they weren't the stars of it. They were the like co-stars, I guess. So. Uh, hmm. I mean, um, the coconuts, like the first big film. Yeah. I think that was like just talkies in Hollywood. Yep. Uh, Crazy to think I, that like uh, for the first movie sound. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is my fat little Corgi. <laughs> Oh, you're so cute. She's she's a she is super lovable and uh, super sheddy. Likes to get hair everywhere. But, uh, I've heard that about corgis. <laughs> that's our second one. We had one years ago, and uh, she was a rescue. And then this one is a, a retired one. So we like to come in and mm. save them. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have four cats. They're all yeah. Cats are here somewhere. There's one, and she just looked at me like, "What?" Um, <laughs> that's 
I got Maze and Lucy. And I don't know where my cat, my cat's Maze. So actually it's Mazikeen from uh, Lucifer, the TV Lucifer? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's, Lucy is Lucy Purr. And because <laughs> pun, great. that's right. <laughs> I have a, a Boris Karloff. He's the black cat. Um, I have Detective Odafin Tutuola. We just call him Finny, though. <laughs> um, Bazinga. And I just got a little girl kitten named Sibley. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, man, we, uh, we're, we're, I, I never thought I'd be a cat guy. And, and as I've gotten older, we've ended up getting, I don't know how many cats we've had over the years. So. Mm. <laughs> and then our cats were sitting, we got them and we're like, um, I don't know what to name them. We're watching Lucifer. And it was like, hey, that'll work. <laughs> That's such a great show too. Oh my God. Uh. That, that, that <laughs> was, uh, I was so glad it went to uh, Netflix and did not get canceled. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was great. Mm only thing I would I like the musical episode I didn't think I'd like it but I did. <laughs> my wife makes fun of me because she's like well, you don't watch musicals but like every musical tv show you watch and you like and I'm like I I, I don't know I I do I love the musical <laughs> episode of Lucifer I think that's great uh I'm also a sucker for the old Buffy episode so <laughs> yeah I remember uh, Xena Warrior Princess did a musical episode, too. Oh, man, they did, didn't they? They wow. did. <laughs> I feel, it's, it's been so long since I've sat down and watched Xena, more than just an episode mm -hmm. here or there. Um, so. I get reminded of it a lot, though, because uh, I binge watch Ashford's The Evil Dead all the time. It's one of my favorite shows. And a lot of people from Xena are on there. <laughs> so. And so it was, um, I, I was sitting there, remember when um, um, Zenith went off and uh, Spartacus came on and uh, they're like, okay, that is not how I expected to see Zenith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I think uh, that's the first time I actually saw an uncut penis and then I'm like, I don't watch that ever again. <laughs> like, what's uh, wrong with his neck? <laughs> oh my I had I had I had no idea because I'm just legitimately I didn't have Showtime or HBO whatever it was on stars um I had a friend burn it for me and I'm sitting there just watching it one day I put it in and my my now adult children were at home watching TV and I'm like oh snap <laughs> turn it off turn it off <laughs> That's a. I didn't really like that show at all. I tried. I really did. I just, it didn't resonate with me at all. I, I tried. I, <laughs> I, I think I don't know if I, I never finished it. I can I can tell you that much. It was one of them shows that I, I started watching and it just sort of disappeared into yeah. the ether. So, oh man. All right. Um, did you? I always ask, do you, are you on the convention circuit? Do you get out and uh, do conventions? Um, no, I don't. I, I used to do Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, but um, 
I actually just like going to conventions and people see me and want to take a picture of me. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, can you send me a copy? <laughs> I was just there all day. I, I can't sit down for long periods of time. Like, even right now, I'm like, I want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I might send my co-host in here and talk to you so I can go too. walk around and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> oh, it, 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 Say hi to Paul. This is Boris Carla. <laughs> hey, Boris. <laughs> hey. That is a pretty yeah. cat. Yeah, he's he's 16. He doesn't look it though, does he? Looks no. like a kitten. Oh man. We um we had one that was really old and she never got big. Everybody thought she was a kitten. They're like, how old's your cat? I was like, uh 12? <laughs> How, are, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I was there when I, we found her and she was not a kitten when I found her. Um, interesting story in that. Um, I worked first day of working at a Hollywood, new Hollywood video store that I became a assistant manager. I'm walking around the store and the, the, the manager's like, oh, this is where this is at. And we hear meow, meow. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Is there a cat in here? Do you have a cat? He's like, I don't have a cat in here. And I'm like, all right, hold on a second. And I'm like, I like start going, come here, kitty, 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 kitty. And this cat comes running towards me. I'm like, yeah, you have a cat. And <laughs> and so I took it outside. Then I'm just sitting there and just, just staring at me. And I'm like, Ugh. I call my wife up and I'm like, hey, do you want a cat? <laughs> and then we I have hate when people ask me that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a lot though. <laughs> Well, that's what happened with the cats we got. We were only supposed to get one. And my, my friend goes, hey, try them and see how they do in your house. And we took two of them. We were like, oh, if the one doesn't get along, we can bring the other with the dogs. We can bring them back. Well, both cats got along great with the dogs. And so we're like, oh, looks like we got cats now. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see. Been there 2009. Okay. Um, I have to think about everything out loud if I don't I, mm. I space. All right. Um, give me one second. Again, my dog is freaking sure. out outside now. You know what? I'm going to go send Dash up here, my co host. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Okay. Last point here, talk to Paul. I'll Oh, boy. Remember your dash. Yes. Okay, take the break and come back. There we are. All right. Uh, okay. Um, you are the co-host, correct? Yes. 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 Uh, for our audience, tell us uh, who you are. I am Dash Dudley. Dash Dudley. Yes. Hey, how long have you been uh, co-hosting horror hosting? Not very long. I was helping move the carnival and decided to uh, sign up. Coming out a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, did you were you into horror hosting before you, or was it just something you just kind of fell into? I fell into it. 
I didn't know much. She introduced me, showed me some people, and I was like, all right, let's do it. I'm in, you know. Now, do you ever go back and check out other horror hosts or, or looking, or are you just completely like, ah, no, I'm doing my own thing? I look at some you know, some that uh, she's uh, showing me and, uh, you know, to make done and they're like, wow, just a main gate on such a small budget. It's just, you know, yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's what surprises me, because like like we were talking, I was like, "There's no money in this," um, and yeah. and and there are people who put have ginormous sets and everything else. And I'm like, man, how do you find the time or the money? Oh yeah, and like some of them they use like the green screen and all that editing. Like that's a lot of time. Oh yeah, I've watched her episodes we've done, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't even know this. doing it like it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, it's it's kind of nice with with uh, my show because I I kind of get into a groove, so it's really mm-hmm. easy and smooth, and I can just I can just come in down in here, turn the computer on, turn the music on, and everything just kind of flows, and I can just knock out an episode in like no time flat. But I'm also really kind of basic. But man, some of these, you're you know. Yeah, I'm like some of the hosts that she's just like, wow, like we should definitely try and build a set like that. <laughs> wow, that, I mean, that's just, kind of like, yeah, that's kind of my goal. I'm I'm hoping to get a building soon and not film out of my basement and. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, set up an actual studio so I have a dedicated set that the camera will stay there and the set will stay there and I can just roll in, shoot my episodes, and I don't have to move all my crap around and and deal with my shit and my dogs. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how it was in the uh, two episodes that uh, we shot. It was like moving stuff around and getting the camera stable. Both beyond because when we shot it, it's like how how and we figured out a way. We put out those two episodes that we did on uh, YouTube. So now, now, send send help, send help. (laughs) (laughs) It's a. it, it, it's got to be a lot of work for that you guys are putting in because is it just the two of you working or do you have just yeah, yeah. The, the two of us you know she writes the script and then it's alright we're um, okay. okay and you know as she was saying earlier how she's a writer uh, so she literally banged out a whole script in 15 minutes. It was just really mind-boggling how fast she could write the script. And we had everything planned. We were just down driving. And, 
Uh, see me, I, 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 my first handful of episodes, I wrote the script, I had notes, I had all that stuff like that. And then um, after a while, I was like, I would skip the notes or something would happen in the episode. So I'd have to change something around. I'm like, man, I just did all this work for nothing. So now I just do everything like off the cuff. And I don't know, either people are either going to like it or they're going to hate it. So <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you got to do it just for yourself. No, oh, yeah. And if people enjoy it, they enjoy it. But for the most part, you bring a lot of it for you. Oh, yeah. And hope everyone else enjoys it. Oh, yeah. Legitimately, this show that I do started out as a uh, um, public access show. I did interviews, yeah. would travel all over and, and talk to people. And, and you know, I'd sit in a studio with actual VHS tapes and edit and do all that fun stuff. And and <clears throat> that was 100% for me. I wanted to do it, so I decided to do it. Say it works. She's back, so I'll let her take back all over. Right. I didn't ask for anybody to come help. <laughs> Did he get in the camera and go, I'm being held against no. my will? No, he didn't do that at all. <laughs> Nobody's coming to get you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> oh, man. I have a question for you. Yes. Okay. I'll give it, I'll give you a stipulation and I'll give you like three choices we open it up. So you don't have to try. Or three movies doesn't have to be your favorite movie. Or three movies you can watch over and over and over again. Um it's cop out. I, I don't even count these anymore because I'm a Star Wars guy, so I can always watch Star Wars. So <laughs> I don't count those no more. Um but I just had this conversation a couple of days ago because now everything that I, I love that I can always watch is streaming now and mm -hmm. I own them. So now I don't have to go dig through my personal collection to go find these movies. Mm -hmm. um, Black Sunday, mm. um, Planet of the Vampires wow. and uh, Angry Red Planet. I can always watch them any time of the day. Any, any mm. time the, um, I mean, you know, of course, there's like Halloween, the original Halloween, um, yeah, Halloween three. I, I I can watch those anytime, but there's a couple old horror movies that I I can legitimately sit down and go over there right now, and watch Black Sunday, Planet of Vampires, and I'd be sitting there watching them reading. I could turn them on for background noise. I could turn them on just to watch again for like the hundredth yeah. time. So, um, what are your three? Minor, a little more modern. <laughs> um, so I watch Seed of Chucky all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, I watch it all the time. I just find it that enjoyable that I can just watch it on a whim or, like you say, background noise. Yeah. Um, I watch it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and I'm from my brothers. <laughs> Now, is there a movie that you like that maybe somebody has never heard of or, you know, something that, like, I have a couple movies that I always tell people about and they're like, I've never heard of that movie. And I'm like, well, one is, is it just now came out on Blu-ray and it's only been available on VHS for the last 35 years. But 
Do you have a movie like that? Um, I've had people tell me that my my movie interests are something you've never heard of, but me, I'm like, oh, it's a great movie. Like, uh, I remember, like, Dolls. Remember Dolls? Oh, yeah. It came out in the 80s. Yeah. Pre-Full Moon, I think. Yeah. I think it was, like, a movie. Yeah. I really like that movie. I'm like, oh, I never heard of that. I'm like, what? (laughs) Um, People always tell me they are Marx Brothers until they've met me, so they... Have a whole bunch of catch up on Dash. Dash didn't really ever see Marx Brothers stuff until I came around. So and he can watch them constantly. He just loves it. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, I'm in my movie library. I'm like trying to figure out. I know a lot of people have told me, "Oh, I've never seen that." Oh, there's this movie called Crash. Favorite movies, but um, it has. I don't know how to say his name, but Elias Hotias, he played Casey Jones in the Ninja Turtles movie in 1990. Mm-hmm. He's in that. Raiders in it. I think Trisha Arquette. It's one of the Arquette sisters. Rose Arquette. One of the Arquette sisters is it. And it's about this group of people who like get off on car crashes. Yeah, yeah, crash. That's <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Super weird. <laughs> Where everybody's like, I never heard of that. I thought you might crash with Sandra Bullock. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, hey, I, I worked at I worked at a I worked at Hollywood Video, and people would come in looking for Crash and pick up Crash, and they come yeah. back. This isn't what I wanted to rent. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm that sorry. Horrifying. The movie. Um, yeah, because I had uh, um, David Spader in it, and uh, it's a it's definitely a uh, definitely a uh, David Cronenberg movie because it is uh, definitely yeah it's a it's a uh, uh, intense kind of movie to say the least. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and, and it's I guess it's true. Like, I mean, it's about car wrecks and the way it gets them off, and I'm all like, it's like a car crash. You can't look away. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a friend of mine loaning that to me on VHS pay tape back in the day. He's like, "You got to watch this movie." I watched. It, I was like, "Why did you just?" And I was like, <laughs> I, "I get it, kind of, I guess." But and then, then over the years, I was like, "I get it. It's definitely a uh, is it is definitely a um, it's body horror, but not body horror." And it's it's yeah, yeah cause but I was like, you yeah, can I definitely can. say you never saw a movie like that before. No. <laughs> never seen one before. And you'll never see one after that. No, I don't even know how it got the first time. I mean, not that it's a big movie. It's just weird. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> the, there's a, well, it's funny. Cause I'll be sitting at my shop every once in a while and uh, I'll put in a, a, an old horror movie or something like that. Especially if it's dead. And, uh, mm-hmm. People, my friends will come over and they'll be sitting there hanging out and they're like, what are we watching? And I'm like, uh, this is a movie called, uh, you know, this is The Keep. What's The Keep? I was like, well, it's Michael Mann's movie. It's based on his book, blah, 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 but it's nothing like the book. And they're like, Michael Mann? You know, like, like he, yeah, met Michael Mann. He made a horror movie? And I'm like, yeah, he made a horror movie. Made a couple, matter of fact. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess if you would count Manhunter as a, as a horror movie. Um 
<laughs> and it's but then they look at it and they're like well, what are you watching this on i'm like well this is laser disc um this is the only available <laughs> copy that you can get and then they get laser disc my god <laughs> there, there's some movies that that's the best quality version of that that exists especially like i've heard that yeah the keep has never been available on dvd not available on blu-ray um it is, I guess, available streaming some places, but like if you want a physical copy, the best copy you're ever going to get is the Laserdisc. So, wow. And uh, yeah, I own the Laserdiscs. So, <laughs> my cousin owns a Laserdisc. He has, he, I was actually jealous. He has a Laserdisc, and that's literally the only format. <laughs> well, I, I my my one really good friend got me into them back in the day, and I was like, man, I was like, laser disc players are expensive. You got to flip the discs over, and then he's mm -hmm. like, but hey, look at all, look at Terminator, and then we watched Terminator with all the extra stuff, and I'm like, what? That's not on the VHS. He's no, no, it's just not. <laughs> and now that's all on DVD and Blu-ray, so now we don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> I, I I love being the guy who brings people movies they never heard of or yeah. finding stuff that, that people consider lost or whatever. Um, I mean, that's legitimately why I do my Saturday morning cartoon show is because a lot of the stuff people forgot existed and I'm mm -hmm. bringing it back and they're like, I don't remember that show. And I'm like, well, did you live in this market? Because it wasn't available in Ohio, but it was available in Indiana, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh man. I, um, so um the movie the the room on it my movie library right now we have like i mean it's still growing we have like 750 dvds so far i haven't counted the blu-rays but every week we go to a market and we get a bunch of dvds for like a dollar each and it's awesome last week i picked up the professional oh that's a great movie yeah and uh, Dash picked up Demolition Man <laughs> with <it> on it. <laughs> we we usually get like a haul of like 12 movies, but we only got three last week. Oh, see, that's what I do. I, I, I have um, the video racks out of a family video. Our local mm -hmm. family video started giving them away, and I started going over. I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, so I have four, four, no, three racks. Uh, some of them are double sided, full of book ended DVDs that I have just for sale at the shop. My own mm -hmm. personal collection is like, I don't know how many thousand DVDs at this time, and how many, mm. like, like, I don't know. I think last time I checked, I had like 3,500 DVDs, but I know I've gotten more since then. And um, Blu-ray, yeah, Blu-ray is <laughs> the last time I counted. I had somewhere in the ballpark of like 1,500. Now I think I've gotten closer to 2,000. Um, I'm, I'm a physical media nut. I got to have the physical. Me too. Yeah. And too. Uh, that's the, but the only work. I have to have like artwork and whatever. Yep. DVD looks like and everything. <laughs> it's all part of the arm of owning a movie. Oh yeah. Then you get cool stuff like steel books and and uh yeah. oh yeah. 
Um, what what is your personal favorite movie? Batman from nineteen eighty nine. I've loved it. That's, that's dating myself. <laughs> that is a great movie. That, um, the thirty year anniversary a couple years ago, they wrote. They released it to the theaters at our local mall. So, like, that's my song there. I was three years old. So, it was quite nervous as an adult and see it in the movie theater as a full grown woman. And I'm still all crazy about like it. <laughs> I that. I'm, I'm sure people can like compare it to other ones, but to me, like, no look that way to me or you know inspired the same reaction out of me the way that we did when I was watch it every day. You know I still feel the same way I did when I walked out of that movie theater when I was a little kid. And that's right that's why it's my favorite movie because it still gives me that reaction. And I can still watch it like from seeing it. I know what happens, but like I'm not watching it that way. I'm watching it like as it's happening. I'm not jumping ahead at all. <laughs> well, what's yours? Um, literally, it's it's probably like Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. Mm. Um, you ever talk about seeing Batman? Um, I'm I guess I'm about ten years older than you. Um, I saw it in 1989. I was one of them kids parked outside, me and my buddies mm. in the line, waiting to get into the theater, went and seen it in our little local two screen theater at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they were running it, you know, I think 10 minutes apart. So they'd run one show at like, you know, one o'clock and then the next show started at one ten, and they always had people going in and out. And all I did for like that entire weekend was, was basically get out, go get back in line and go see it again. <laughs> but but the nice part about it was like everybody at that theater knew me and so I think I paid for like two showings and went like mm-hmm. 10 times that that weekend um <laughs> that 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 was one of the good things about growing up in the in the in the 80s and stuff locally because I lived in a small town and like everybody knew me uh the the, the theater manager had known me since I was a little kid and it was one of the ones where he knew my parents would let me in to go see movies that were completely inappropriate because he knew my mom was like, can Paul see this? Yeah. Okay. You sure? All right. <laughs> my grandpa took me to go see Conan when I was like, oh, geez, uh, seven, eight years old. <laughs> I love Conan. Loved I, I'm a Schwarzenegger fan. Oh all of the kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Conan is, is still holds up to this day i just rewatched it like a couple days ago and i was like man it's hard to believe this was filmed in like 81 because i think it came out in 82 yeah it's so good yeah i mean i, I think i don't know a lot of people that say it's so good but i say it's so good i enjoy conan a lot <laughs> it's a fun movie and it's it's gory as hell and and uh had a great mm-hmm. cast and and uh you know, had Arnold really, really, really early in his career when he could speak very yeah. well English, and he still knocked it out of the ballpark. So yeah, it's a very <clears throat> likable guy. Oh yeah, it, it's funny because I, I had a friend that I guess worked for him when he he worked for uh, Planet Hollywood, 
And he goes, Arnold would go, and before he came in, he would send somebody to go to like the Staples or something down the street, and it would just get pads, like the notepads. And he would just go through and sign and hand out Arnold Schwarzenegger autographs to like everybody. Uh, I'm like, dude, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah. He's, he goes, you don't realize how big he is until he walks by you. And he's, <laughs> this kid was, was like, I don't know, like five, five, maybe weighed 110 pounds. And he, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, man. That's why I would have made Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. I'd be like, so wait let me ask you this because now that I have my collections growing and growing and growing do you notice any like odd things well not things but like say you have a collection like is there any high tell people because mine I was actually putting mine away I alphabetized them which is and yes, actually, like something that starts with G or something, and now you have to move all of them after G. But um, I was putting new ones in there, and I told Dash, I'm like, you know, I never believe this. Like, aside from two shelves, there's a giant tip moving on my shelf. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't believe you, and I showed him, like, well, we gotta get other Johnny Depp movies to complete the shelves. <laughs> oh, that was my factoid right there. I, I I'm horrible because I uh I have like on my Blu-rays I have like all my Scream like Shout Factory Blu-rays together in order. Mm-hmm. I have like my Arrow. I have this. I have that. But for the most part, my stuff gets gone through, and I'll pull stuff out because. I've literally got stuff to stacked because I've no room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's also bad because my kids will go, Hey, what do you want for your birthday, dad? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, what movies do you have? And I'm like, um, just, just go get one of these five movies. I don't have any of these five. <laughs> I put all the movies I don't have on my Amazon wish list and my mother will just clean it out every Christmas and get a big box. <laughs> yeah, uh, my kids, they, they, my, my son Joe always buys me the uh, um, DC animated movies for birthday. Oh, yeah. He buys those for me and uh, everybody's like, man, they're on, they're on HBO Max. I'm like, I don't care, man. There's extra stuff mm-hmm. on these. I like, I have shelves of nothing but the, the DC animated movies. So, and I have a few of those. Yeah. Well, the, I'll, show you, I'll show you around the movie room. Let's see. Let's see how good this works. I wish I could, like, turn around, like, in my... Let me see, Let me see if this works. See, those are the shelves back there. Oh, yeah. There's almost one complete shelf of just Batman stuff. Oh, I can see Batman, the uh, TV series, and the, the animated box animated sets. series, yeah. yeah. I have, like, Batman everything. Oh, hi, Dash! <laughs> and there's the other side. Not as big as we'd like it yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. And we have our puny gray shelf right there. Like, it's not... Oh yeah, but it will be. I promise you. <laughs> well, all mine, 
I, I would move my thing, but literally I'm tethered, so I can't take it all the way to that end of the room. Um, uh, those shelves go down three, and then there's just movies jammed in there. Uh, that one goes down two, and movies jammed in there. Uh, the ones far down there go about three <laughs> shelves down, movies jammed in. I have the white shelf that's like right there that you can see right there. That is jam-packed full of Blu-rays. Um, I have like four totes, the big, like, and those are jam-packed full of v DVDs. And that's not including the fact that I, I have stuff stored at my shop because I ran out of room here. So. Oh my goodness. And then on top of it, I still have VHS. And as I said before, I have Laserdisc because I don't know when to stop buying stuff. <laughs> and now my wife's like, you added another thing. And then I started buying, rebuying vinyl. And, <laughs> but, and but it's the thing is though the stuff i buy on vinyl is like uh mostly like movie soundtracks and synthwave stuff that i can use to edit to so i don't know mm. something about the music just helps me kind of chill out and then i got i didn't mm. even listen to this one yet the blade runner <laughs> uh i'm mm. not listening to metal I guess. <laughs> uh, so, um, what's your? Uh, do you have go-to music that you listen to while you work? Uh, I, I listen to a lot of Rob Zombie. Hey, nothing wrong with um, Rob Zombie. I love me some Rob no. Zombie. Uh, my favorite, my favorite band, Darius That is legitimately my wife's favorite band. She is. She, really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's her all-time favorite band. She um, has never seen live, but she uh, a couple years ago she got to see Steven Tyler in Detroit, and uh, oh, that's cool. She goes, I don't know. She goes, I, I, that's expensive. Tickets are expensive, and I walked in. I come down. I slam money on the table. I'm like, go see Steven. <laughs> yeah yeah i saw them four times oh man they're fantastic live they really are yeah i've um, they almost they're, they're about, fantastic we've had tickets i think three or four times and it was during that time period where they kept like canceling or rebooking shows yeah. and so we i got i got mad and um we'd have our tickets and um we the worst part. We, we even won tickets one time from a from the from the radio station. Mm. We had decent tickets from the radio station, and um, they all just kind of fell through every time I went. My my favorite band I finally got to see a couple years ago, but I'm I was I'm a I'm Anthrax, so now I've seen them a couple times. Oh, uh, Dash loves Anthrax. Yeah, I'm hopefully going to see them. In, I like them too. They're just not my favorite. Yeah, go see them in August. Um, yeah, zombie. I've seen ten times, so from white zombie to rob I haven't zombie. It's coming July, so I, I really want to go to that. Uh, hold on, there's my kid. Yeah. Hey. Okay, well I'm recording. So, all right, I'll talk. To
No, because it's 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 got water in it in it, so it'll take a while for that to drain. No, 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 just, just leave it alone. Yeah, but it runs out. Okay, I'll talk to you about it in a, in a few. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye. <sighs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> Everybody needs four of them. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> i have four kids I, I i all boys and they're from um my youngest is 11 my oldest is 30 because <laughs> uh, uh, i just have cats no <laughs> and i don't i that's the other thing is i don't know what's worse my my two dogs or my uh my 11 year old is running around upstairs right now so <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Um, let's talk about some of your movies that you've done. Um, do you, are they still available? Can you get them? Okay. Can you get them? Uh, or where can you get them? Yeah. Um, uh, most of them are on Amazon prime. There's a few that are on to be, I did, uh, I think Sugar Skull Girl is on to be. I know they're on Amazon prime. Sugar Skull Girls is like the man who is, I played this like called Pale Witch, and he was my butler. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, all the Roxy stuff is on, well, not all of it. My spinoff show, House of Pars, is on Amazon Prime and Tubi. Uh, I always keep my initial show, Carnival Pars, for free on like YouTube and Vimeo. I don't really care about making money off my show. I just do it because I love it. So. <laughs> yeah. I got on TV and Amazon Prime. I'm like, huh, oh, news to me. Surprised it's me. <laughs> There's all like all these bad reviews about it on Amazon. I'm like, hey, I'm not funny. <laughs> hey, if you take the time out to even write a bad review, that means they had to take time out to watch the movie. And that, that, yeah. that they had to, that it affected them enough that they had to go out and review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey. I don't I, even take the time to write reviews about movies I like. So I'm like, wow, good for you. What a free right here. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like I said, if, if, it's, if it's that much that somebody has to get that angry about it, you're like, yeah, I'm in there. I got right in your brain, and that's what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, you know, if when people start hating you, that's when you made it. <laughs> yeah, uh, when we did Deer Crossing, like I, I hate the movie. I literally hate it. The only thing that good that came out of it for me was working with Ernie Hudson. But I literally hate myself in the movie. I hate everything about it. I hate when we were shooting it. <laughs> um, my my ex was a director, and uh, he was constantly put because on Redbox, Deer Crossing got on Redbox. Actually, it was a big deal, for, and there were so many scorning reviews for it. And uh, he used to post them on Facebook every week because, like, he just found it hilarious. So I wrote one too. <laughs> But he didn't post it. I was upset about it. <laughs> I'm like, there's not enough tits and blood in this movie. 
Now, have, have you ever ran into that where they've where they've wanted you to be in a movie and then been they changed the script on you or have been like, hey, we need some boobs. Come on. You know, no, I never got into that. Um, a lot of the people I work with actually knew if like someone asked me about how to get into acting. I'm like, I mean, you know, get trained and network because like most of the people that are going to put you in a movie are people that already know you. So <laughs> be put in a situation like that. And if it if somebody came up to me like, Oh, you'd be naked for the same like, well, we didn't agree on that when I signed my contract, so I'm not doing that. Certainly not for the pay that you contracted me for. <laughs> uh, um is there is there any genre that you'd like to work in that you haven't worked in yet? Hmm. Um well, I definitely didn't like drama. I don't like dramatic movies to begin with. So I'm not a dramatic person. I would have liked to have done it. It's kind of hard because, like, a lot of horror stuff I did was, like, more like comedy, so I really like comedy. I really want to do more comedy movies. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. <laughs> cool. That's because it's funny because um, most of the time people don't pick comedies. Uh, I've, I've interviewed several people and it's, it's cause they like, comedy's hard. <laughs> hard. Oh, it's hard at all. Drama's hard. <laughs> it's, I, I could see drama being hard, but I, I think, I don't know. I think for me, even I've written scripts for stuff and, and, um, for comic books and movies and stuff and trying to write the comedy for me was always the hardest part. Cause it's like, is it funny? Then I pitch it to people and like, ah, that's pretty good. Do you think it's funny if you were to read it? I don't know if it'd be <laughs> funny if I read it. Now, now if, okay. So if I put in a movie <laughs> and, but it, it, it's one of the ones comedy just doesn't, I love comedy movies and I would love to do a comedy, like some sort of way, shape or form as a book or as a movie, but I don't know if I could write the comedy in it. <laughs> You know what I did? Because, like, my shows were mostly comedy. I left a lot of room for people to improv. Like, a lot of room. I would just give them a scenario and some target lines that they need to say, and we would just form a scene out of that. And we came up with a lot of stuff from that. And um, also, like, it always helps to have people, like, do the scene in front of you. Or in front of like a group of people to see that it's funny. I learned that from the Marx Brothers because they used to do their stuff on stage before they did it in a movie because they wanted to find out if it was funny or not. Yeah. So like those would be the only thing if you wanted to do that. Things um, leave plenty of room for improv and see if you can perform it in front of other people to see if it's funny. You know? Yeah, because it's it's. it's because you know we can be funny at the shop and I always told people that I would love to do a comedy about the shop because all the weird people that come in the us me and my friends that you know because we're, we're just weird people anyways so <laughs> to, to you know, we'll be laughing our butts off at something that we think is hilarious and we're like I wonder if anybody else would think this is hilarious because I mm -hmm. 
because is it a private inside joke would it work on the outside <laughs> uh, but I, I i have respect for people who love comedy because I, I i love my comedies but it i like it like you, you did it great with the whole just play it out and then see if it's funny and then go from there I think yeah. <laughs> um i was talking to dash and he was telling me you guys do this all this by your show by yourselves just you and him yeah yeah, and you do all the writing. It wasn't always just me and him, but now it's me and him. Yeah, so it's a lot of to have kind of like a small crew, and now it's just me and him. Yeah, and uh, you you do the, the what, directing, the writing, the starring. You do all that stuff. And that's I got I got just nothing but respect for for people that have that kind of. Uh, that want to put that put that much into something that's an amazing amount of exhausting (laughs) well that's like people ask me they're like how do you do what you do i'm like one i don't sleep um i I work i work from like 11 o'clock to two o'clock in the morning um and that's when i get like all my my most of my work done and when i do my editing and whatnot um Mm -hmm. So the fact is that, that, you know, have, you know, that much, put that much effort into something is amazing. So I appreciate it. Thank you. It's a job. I mean, I don't do all of it because I want to. A lot of it, my back being against the wall and I have to now. (laughs) So, all right. I appreciate it. Um, it's it's fun and uh, to get to talk to some to to you guys. Uh, Dash was fun, uh, and he he did not say that he needed help and needed to get out of there. <laughs> Nobody's coming for you. Nobody's coming for you. You can get, come on camera if you want. Go ahead. Throw <laughs> flare. Nobody's coming for you. Nobody cares. Yeah. No, no, nobody's coming for you. Somebody's coming for you. You call them on one right now, and they'd be like, we don't care. Um, oh, no, you all know what I'm on is? Forget I said anything. <laughs> oh, man. You know what the army is? Like Arlie Armory? Yeah, like Arlie, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, forget I said anything. <laughs> oh, crap. I'll full metal jacket your ass later. <laughs> <laughs> well i g- gotta say thank you um a ton um uh like i said now can we get any autographs or any physical copies of your movies from you actually not um there's no physical things anymore i mean i'm trying to figure out how to get those again <laughs> not in a physical world anymore. We're all just uh, talking heads on a screen now. So, <laughs> um, I so people can, but I don't like to charge for art or anything. Like I usually just like charge anything. You know, I, I don't want to charge that. Just don't. And like when people bought DVDs and stuff off of me, I would just like automatically sign them for them. Cool. Well, 
I appreciate you coming on here tonight. Um, like I said, I've, I've reached out to you that we're, I'm hoping to do a kind of round table with horror hosts and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm planning that for maybe July, hopefully, because I want to do it live. Okay. So people can call in, yeah. or type in and then ask questions while we're, while we got that many people together. And I might have to do it mm -hmm. in parts because like everybody's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, oh, I got like 12 people. That's way too many. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like that would be fun. five or six. So yeah, but it, it's kind of just pick five or six that you like, you know? Yep. All right. Well, I think my dog is wanting to end this today. She's out there barking. So uh, thank you for being on. Thank you, Dash, for being on. Thank you for having me. And uh, I will get back with you because this probably will not drop this Monday. It will drop the following Monday. And I'll do some editing Sweet. to it, clean it up, and get the dog out of it and all that fun stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dog's the star of this whole thing, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> she definitely she is. <laughs> so mine's all chilled out, like, relaxed right there, like, right behind me. That one's high strung. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you very much, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Have a good weekend. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. Shout out to Roxy Tyler for appearing tonight. Um, I, hopefully we get to sound. I can, I hope the sound isn't bad through the entire thing. Um, and if it is, we'll maybe we'll come back again and get Roxy back on the show. Um, as always, group therapy brought to you by Are You Game, best comic book collectible magic nerd toy shop located at 124 North Sunset Drive, Pickle, Ohio, 45356. You can find us on Facebook at RU Game. You can also find us on Facebook as the Group Therapy TV Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and as always, you can find me every Monday on Group Therapy at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, Sci Fridays every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Saturday morning serials at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, that's all, man. Take care, and I will see you later.